All right, Mick, thanks so much. Well, new developments expected today in the Savannah Harden case. Those new developments include a new indictment, uh, a new amendment, I should say, to the indictment against Savannah's stepmother, Jessica Harden. The amendment was made in court yesterday. Jessica Harden and the girl's grandmother, Joyce Garrard, made appearances to enter not guilty pleas. Harden faces felony murder charge. Garrard is charged with capital murder. She's accused of making the nine-year-old girl run to death as punishment for lying about eating a candy bar. In Calhoun County, the search continues this morning for a jail escapee. U.S. Marshals have joined in a search for 29-year-old Laquinta Mitchell. Aniston police charged him with possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia. Authorities say they took him to the Calhoun County Jail for processing Tuesday, but somehow he got into a line of inmates being released and left. The sheriff now plans to charge Mitchell with escape. Anyone who has information should contact the Calhoun County Sheriff's Office. From our Anniston newsroom this morning, police credit a new department for a crackdown on copper thefts. Since mid-February, or mid-January, two officers have been designated to cover copper and metal thefts. In the past six weeks, police say they've arrested more than 20 people. They've been able to visit every scrap and metal yard to track down the suspects. Despite the extra attention, though, investigators say the crooks are really getting bolder. A lot of our stuff's in the middle of the day. A lot of guys we catch. Um, actually caught a couple of guys yesterday that were still on uh, railroad track, uh, metal off the railroad tracks in the middle of the day. And despite the growing arrest, police say they're noticing a revolving door. They say the suspects who get out of jail become repeat offenders who steal more in an effort to pay their fines. Prosecutors in a case of a deadly mass shooting in Ensley had a chance to turn over evidence to defense attorneys. They were in court yesterday, along with three teenage suspects in that case. Those teens will be charged as adults, but will not face the death penalty because of their ages. Two are 16, the other 17. They're accused of killing five people, execution style, in a home in Ensley in January. A preliminary hearing is set for April the 25th. It's unclear if Alabama's next scheduled execution will go on as planned. Yesterday, the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals reversed a judge's decision that dismissed Tommy Arthur's appeal. Arthur's scheduled to be executed March 29th for a 1982 murder in Muscle Shoals. His attorneys claim Alabama's decision to use a new sedative as part of its three-drug execution combination could be cruel and unusual punishment barred by the Constitution. Despite Jefferson County's financial crisis, commissioners will pay to keep bailiffs in county courtrooms. This will prevent the courts from shutting down. The county originally agreed to pay for 18 bailiffs for six months. That deal was due to expire at the end of this month. The county commission agreed to allocate another $400,000 through September so the criminal justice system will remain on track in the county. A Calhoun County judge is considering whether to recuse himself from a case involving an Anniston City Council member. Police officers and the Fraternal Order of Police are suing Ben Little. Yesterday, Little's attorneys requested that Calhoun County Circuit Judge John Thomason remove himself from that case. Thomason had recused himself earlier in a case and referred to Little as, quote, buffoonish. Thomason is expected to rule tomorrow. Police officers say that Little's constant complaints about them without evidence to back it up is causing problems in their efforts to work with citizens. An Alabama state lawmaker wants warnings on products that contain meat filler, sometimes called pink slime. The filler, made partly of animal tissue, is being found in ground beef. It's approved by the USDA. Representative Jim McClendon of Springville is drafting a bill in the legislature that would require all stores and restaurants selling meat with filler to label the product and tell how much pink slime the products contain.
Gas prices continue to rise with no end in sight. In Birmingham, the average now $3.65 a gallon. Taxes play a role in what you pay at the pump. In Alabama, the state takes 16 cents per gallon. Of that money, most goes to the state's road and bridge fund. So would eliminating the taxes lower gas prices? As a general rule, the taxation level of gasoline in the United States in general is so much lower than it is anywhere else in the world. So I'm not quite sure how much that would really do in terms of lowering our gasoline prices. The federal tax is set at 18.4 cents per gallon. Alabama has one of the lowest gas tax rates in the country. I guess, in other words, we might not want to complain as much, yeah. even though it's yeah. ridiculous prices right now. Okay, let's turn to Ariel Clay now. She's in for Sarah today. All right, good morning, Rick and Jan. It's the time right now, 5.06. Capturing the suspect in a deadly French school shooting is taking longer than expected. The French interior minister thought the suspect was going to surrender yesterday. Now, 24-year-old Mohamed Mera says that he wants to die with weapons in his hands. Police are still hoping to take him in alive. He has been holed up in an apartment since early Wednesday morning. Police spent part of last night throwing explosives outside of that apartment in an effort to try to scare him out. Investigators fear he may have taken his own life because they have not heard from the suspect since last night. Mara has taken responsibility for killing three Jewish school children, a rabbi, and three French paratroopers. The father of Trayvon Martin says his son did not deserve to die. That's what he told hundreds of people during a million, hood, million hoodie march in New York last night. The group called for an arrest in the death of the unarmed 17-year-old. Police say George Zimmerman shot the boy in self-defense last month. Police stand by their decision to not arrest Zimmerman, saying they followed the state's stand-your-ground law. The law lets officers on the scene decide if they believe a self-defense claim. Back in Martin's hometown of Sanford, Florida, even city commissioners are questioning the case uh, and the way it was handled, passing a no-confidence vote for their police chief and asking him to give up his job. Because of the situation being so poorly handled and because of this a no confidence level in our police chief here locally and statewide, nationally and even internationally, uh, I would ask the chief to step down. Uh, the vote from, came a day after the NAACP called for the chief's re resignation as well. The commission's request does not mean the chief will have to step down. The police chief reports to the city manager who says he will take the council's request into consideration. The New Orleans Saints dealing with a big shakeup this morning. Involvement in a so-called bounty program has head coach Sean Payton suspended without pay for the entire 2012 NFL season. The NFL handed down the punishment yesterday. The Saints will also have to pay a $500,000 fine. The team's former defensive coordinator, Greg Williams, has been suspended indefinitely. Williams is pinpointed as the one who offered payment to players who intentionally hurt members of their opposing teams. Suspensions are also in place for the general manager and the assistant head coach. Punishment for players has not been announced. So, big deal down there in New Orleans. Oh, that's, a, that's a big one, that's for sure. Hey, yeah. thanks a lot, Ariel. A juvenile.